it's September 2020 and uh, welcome to episode 11 of the Request 2021 podcast and we've got an absolutely packed episode as usual. Um, this time we've got a visit to Mark Brooks, the stonemason in Canterbury, who's been working on the plaques for us for Ma and for Mooney. And uh, there's also some recording of when uh, Mark and I went up to Gilwell to install uh, one of the plaques in Pride of Place just near the bust of uh, uh, Baden-Powell. And uh, we've got an interview there with Mark Hislop, who's the commercial director of uh, the Scout Association. Um, and then uh, there's the final recording of the presentation that I did to uh, Medway Town's uh, SAS in Walderslade. Um, and this time focusing on our research projects. And then uh, to finish off uh, this podcast, um, over the last nine episodes, we've interviewed the rest of the Request 2021 team. Uh, and it's my turn. So uh, uh, I get interviewed by another member of the team, Emma Johnson, who kindly agreed to interview me. Um, so I'm excited to announce that in future episodes, uh, starting with our one year episode, our 12th episode uh, next month, uh, will be an interview with uh, Professor Michael Smith, who's uh, the uh, most recent biographer of Shackleton. Uh, we've also got uh, future interviews coming up with uh, the Honourable Alexandra Shackleton, uh, Shackleton's granddaughter. We've got Camilla Nicholl, who's Chief Executive of the UK Antarctic Heritage Trust. Uh, we've got Anne Shirley, who uh, wrote the book about uh, the Discovery, Scott's Discovery Ship. Uh, we've got Philippa Davis, Angie Butler, Stephen Scott Fawcett, all uh, polar enthusiasts and interviews with them. And then we've got a whole host of polar explorers and explorers. Uh, Vanessa O'Brien, uh, Mark Wood, uh, who is president uh, of the uh, UK branch of the Explorer Club. Uh, we've got uh, James Ketchell, who did his uh, triathlon around the world, um, cycling around the world, uh, climbing Everest, and uh, he also rode across the Atlantic. Um, and then uh, definitely an interview with Lewis Rudd, uh, MBE, um, so, uh, who, who did uh, his solo uh, attempt at the pole uh, crossing Antarctica. Um, so some fantastic future episodes uh, lined up. Um, so interviews over the next year. So uh, please tune in um, to to future episodes. But for now, let's focus on uh, uh, our commemorative plaques. Just arriving at Mark Brooks's now, and uh, so I'll leave the uh, recorder on, and uh, we can. Uh, Hear what happens as we arrive. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Oh, isn't that stunning? That's absolutely stunning. Oh, can I hold it? Yes. <laughs> look right. at that, right? You, 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 you take a photo. Yeah. But uh, oh, take a photo because that is uh, yeah. absolutely wonderful. <laughs> oh, do I get you all in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is beautiful. It, it's Oh my god, it's a little one for Gilwell. Just like yeah. I've forgotten to do yeah. something, I'm just yeah. going to make a little bit more prominence with those, um, those yeah, stars. They need to be I'm there. just going to cut them in a little bit deeper okay. before ye
Can you look at that in the light? Oh, it's quite. They they are. Wow. Really, really special. I'm so excited about seeing these. That one's easy. I can take that away as such. Yeah. That will get fingerprints and everything else. Fairy liquid and water. That's all you need. Fairy liquid and water and very light. Yeah. Just a white sponge. A light sponge. Yeah. If it got scratched. Yeah. If it did. Yeah. Wet and dry paper, 600 grade. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you some because you're. you're... I mean, what is it? Wet and dry sanding paper. Yeah. Oh, just a little piece right. of that. Yeah. yeah. So what yeah. you do is tear off the corner. Yeah. Yeah. Put some water. Yeah. Dip it in some water, and then just locally rub the scratch. And it will just get it, take it, it off. Take it away. Oh, that's amazing. That's been rubbed to 600. That yeah. surface yeah. is a 600 surface. Yeah, okay. So, you know, so if you get a scratch, yeah. it will just remove you, it. You need a bit of water. Yeah. And you just lightly rub. Don't be afraid of it. That's no, okay. Because it's such a yeah. it's such yeah. a strong piece now, of stone. Now, what it... Yeah. Stone is inherently strong. Yeah. But the edges are weak. Yeah, okay. If you knock an edge... So yeah, don't... I, I, I think be when really I careful with the edge. to you, yeah. I'm going to have that in bubble wrap yeah perhaps yeah in, yeah you know, in a protective box or yeah, something yeah, like that i'll yeah. see what i can find yeah so now this like, this yeah. this one is the one we need to try and sort over yes. the next two weeks if yes. we can so I'm yeah gonna put some dowels in yeah the back. yeah and again it will be a case of drilling two holes yeah and then um me pushing the stone into those two yeah holes yeah and putting lots of um specialist um akimi glue it, um, okay you know for, for headstone that will hold it yes. yeah okay that's got to be the way to do it so so that, so that will be fixed now the only thing is yeah notice the wall was a little bit rough yes yeah well it's got various it's, it's stones and headstones it's got stones it in it yeah it. I, I sent you as many photos I as i had obviously all right so that yeah you can see the i've been to the site so that that's sort of where we want it. Yep. It's going to be, I mean, it's, look where it's going to be. There's Baden Powell. Mm. It's literally going to be wow. over his shoulder. Love so it. it's, it's a perfect location. Yeah. It's the number so, one sort of location. There's other old plaques in the wall, if you yeah. look along, but we're going to have like that prime location there. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, the, I mean, it might be, might be. Yeah. It might look fine sitting raised they mm. they possibly won't want me well, um, no, well, angle I'll, grinding in no, but we'll, we'll take a judgment when we're there you can yeah. make a judgment yeah. on that because I'll also we want to keep you know yeah. this has got a three-dimensional yeah of course and we yeah. want to keep that so yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll see how we are when we're no, there whatever I'll have they'll the be quite flexible yeah i'm sure i'll have the equipment yeah. okay. and um i'm just really excited Okay, yeah. so this one yeah. we will see if we can put it in place. Yeah. It we'll, we'll have it in place. We'll have it in. I'll, I'll, I'll get that in in a day. Yeah, so that's excellent. That's excellent. And, and, and yeah. this is just has a sort of precious quality, doesn't it? Just the smallness. I quite like the smallness. The density. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's got a different balance to it. Hasn't yes. It? So it's yeah, this one's very relaxed. Educating me. Shackleton's Quest Expedition. I am very happy with that. I love the K in the Shackleton. There's so much going on, isn't yeah. there? I mean, I, I'm, and I love the Q coming I, down. I, I, you know, this this was a labour of love. There's no I doubt know that. about it. But this, to me, was just so it has, exciting. It has given you something. It has given you a different... Yeah. I mean, all of this in playing, 
you know, yeah. li- nesting ligatures, joining litters, it's full of it. It's been ex- it, really it's, exciting. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. and so I loved it and then I love the fact that whichever way you look at it you get a different sort of 3D that, feel that's, as well that's the beauty you know it? it's going to catch people's eyes now everybody who goes to Gilwell for their training so yeah. every scout leader yeah. Yeah. goes to Gilwell yeah. and they walk yeah. literally past that yeah. wall to the training centre yeah. so they yeah. it's it's a it, where it's going to be so, it is a yeah. We'll have to do, and uh, I know they do tours of Gilwell, so I'll make sure that I give them enough information that you end up on the tour. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. But we, all of this was, just, I mean, and the other thing to remember is a lot of this, all these playful quirks yeah, here, yeah. they're not just capricious. No, they're done for each a reason. one's intentional. Yeah, I know well, you were telling and, me these different. Just so I can yeah. get an even pattern. Yeah. So yeah. I wanted to pack it all in yeah. to, to yeah. somehow capture the image. I love these little guys. Yeah. What are yeah. they called? Just, I've just a name for them. Punters, I think. Punters? Yeah. yeah. Like German points. Oh, yeah, or, point. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, but the image, and I like the fact they're all they're not all the same. You know, each one's got its own little character. <laughs> it's like they're not all the same. Yeah. So, and, and you'll yeah. notice, like even here, these these lowercase yeah ha- have been shifted up slightly okay. off of that line. Yeah, to give the gap. Just to close that gap up. Yeah. yeah. This comes down to help yeah. fill the gap. Yeah. This comes awesome. down to help fill the gap. It's all kind of everything is purposeful mm-hmm. in there, and there might be a few whimsical. Uh, no, it's fine. Uh, traits, I love, but, I love uh, it. I love it. It's not all to see their, their, their father or their grandfather sort of yeah. in stone, know. you know, in a public place, exactly. you know, yeah, really remembered as yeah. part of posterity. Really? They're, they're now part yeah, of the definitely. face of the nation. I know. Yeah. So I'm up at Gilwell Park and uh, I'm standing right next to uh, the statue of Robert Baden and uh, just over his shoulder uh, is a wall as you go into the training center and uh, that's where we're going to put up the plaque today so uh, we've had the plaque made uh, to the two scouts that went to antarctica james marr and norman mooney i'm very excited to be seeing that go up today um, so i'm here with the stonemason mark brooks who's just gone back to get the plaque and I'm going to be setting up my camera so that you're going to get some video and uh, also some stills uh, of the pack going up today. So uh, without further ado, I will uh, move on now and uh, get some photos. So next is uh, an interview I did whilst we were at Gilwell uh, with Mark Hislop, who is uh, the commercial director of the Scout Association. So uh, I'm here with, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, hi, I'm Mark Hislop. I'm the Commercial Director for the Scout Association. And I've been delighted to be uh, assisting the team here to install this this prestigious plaque. Okay, yeah, great. Thank you, Mark. And uh, so how often do you get people wanting plaques and things at Gilwell? Um, depends. We, we get quite a lot of people requesting plaques for our promise path. But it is rare that we get something as unusual as this. Oh, great. And uh, it's going to be on the route that people take when they walk around the centre, when they're shown around the centre, yes? Absolutely. This this is part of our um, heritage 
guide uh, this is something we will add to the heritage guide that goes in with our heritage tour that picks up a lot of the other places around the site well, that's fantastic for us as a project because that's obviously hits one of uh, one of our core objectives for the project so which is to educate people about the link between uh, scouts and antarctica so thank you so much indeed for uh, for allowing us to do this i look forward to seeing it on the wall pride of place <laughs> great So up next is uh, my final uh, part of my presentation to uh, Medway Towns SAS and this time focusing on our research projects. Ten of us going. Um, there's four from Kent who are between 18 and 25 when we go. Um, I'm pleased to say we've got two more from Scotland now and four adult leaders over 25, including myself. Uh, all will be over 18 on the day that we sail. Okay, some are just below that now. This was the selection weekend, uh, where we had 18 young people come for selection at Buell Water. Uh, and this is the four that got selected. We have Darcy Holmes from Thanet, Lucy Morgan from Tunbridge, uh, Genevieve Scullion from Dover, Ordeal, um, and George Stoner from Faversham. That's quite convenient because he has to do a lot of work on the Lady Daphne because that's where the Lady Daphne is at the moment. So. And recently added to the team with the Scottish selection, we've got Sam Payne from Aberdeen and Emma Johnson from Aberdeen. The team haven't met yet. They've got to spend uh, three weeks together <laughs> in, in close confined quarters and uh, they haven't met yet. So we're planning a trip up to Orkney this Christmas um, so we're going to meet with the Orkney Scouts, uh, where one of the Scouts, you know, I showed you, uh, lived. Um, do a bit of uh, time up in Orkney. It's as cold as we can get, um, you know, in this country uh, this December when we're going up there. And that will be the first time that all ten of us are together as a team. Each of the um, Scouts selected have to raise £5,000 towards their own costs. Okay, so the ones from Kent, £5,000 they've got to raise. I'm trying to raise the other 5000 for each of them. And then uh, the, their tasks are to fundraise, to promote scouting strong heritage links uh, with the Quest Expedition. Obviously, they've got to do their research project, and they're going to have to learn how to crew a 100-year-old sailing vessel. So that's the plan. Uh, we looked at four options for going there. That one's not going to go either. Okay, so we'll go into the research projects. So I'll just take you through those. So we've got George Stoner. Um, you can see his is a very technical project. It was very interesting to us as a steering committee to try and get a range of projects. We didn't want everyone going to be a <coughs> photographer. We didn't want everyone going to be an artist. We wanted a range. So we've got 10 very, very different projects. And George's is all about computer simulation um, of uh, icebergs and how wind uh, affects icebergs, etc. Um, what he does is he, he takes digital photographs of icebergs, feeds them into a computer, and then simulates how, how the wind would affect those icebergs, etc. Um, so it's really interesting, we think, and, and perhaps something he can bring back to the academic community. Darcy. 
uh, hers is a photographic project, and she's looking at uh, contrasting a um, uh, hundred years ago now and using some art to convey uh, how climate change is affecting Antarctica and its like landscape and wildlife. We've got Genevieve. Hers is a, a physiological project. So hers is all about how Antarctica affects the human body. So the changes when we go there um, and how it might affect our bodily functions, etc. So we are her guinea pigs. So the other nine of us are the guinea pigs. Um, so that she's going to be doing, getting us to do various different uh, um, and measuring our, uh, our blood pressure, etc. Uh, while we're out there. Lucy's is a, a, a great one, uh, all around climate change. She's invented her own badge. Lucy is a guide as well as a scout. So we've got guides on the expedition as well. We've brought them on board. Um, and she's working with uh, rainbows and guides and scouts and beavers. Uh, and she goes in and she will run this badge um, to actually teach them all about climate change and so on. She's even put her own blog together, etc. So a very exciting project from there. Sam's is all about comparing equipment uh, back in uh, 100 years ago with the equipment today and how things have changed and improved. Uh, Emma um, from Scotland is going to produce a range of books about Antarctica for children. So her, her aim is to create, create a series of books, especially for children, to teach them all about Antarctica. So it's going to become part of the resources uh, that we produce. And then we've got the over 25s. Cappy is going to be looking at seasickness and motion sickness and how it affects people. <laughs> you can see from the video we did manage to watch at the beginning uh, what, a, what, uh, what an effect that might have. So she's going to be looking at all the causes of motion sickness and some of the ways that it's treated. So we'll be looking to her to give us the best remedies. Um, they liken crossing the Drake Passage to spending a day in a washing machine. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, Laura, hers uh, is a, a, photo a photographic project. She's going to keep a photographic diary of, of the project um, and uh, look, look at um, the, the environment and things while we're there and make up a photo book. Max is quite a technical one, all about electricity generation in Antarctica. Don't really understand his project, but yeah, um, I'm sure I will afterwards. Um, and mine. Um, so mine is to produce, produce an audio record. I've already started doing a podcast about what we're doing, and uh, I've uh, been recording all sorts of things like interviews with those going um, and different bits that uh, I've done on the project. So here's the last interview of uh, our team members, and this is an interview of me by uh, Emma Johnson, uh, one of my fellow participants uh, on the project. Uh, so I really appreciate Emma doing that. I haven't put you on the spot too much. You did write the question. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> So we all know what's coming first. Uh -huh. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, so uh, my name's Alan, uh, Alan Noke. I have been a scout since I was, uh, so it would have been eight years old, 
back then when scouting started. Didn't have beavers when I was that young. Um, so <laughs> been all the way up from uh, cubs uh, right the way up to uh, being a leader. Um, so right the way through scouting. Um, I have a number of scouting roles. So I'm uh, my I'm district commissioner for Deal Warmer and Sandwich. Um, and I'm also assistant county commissioner for what's called Global Projects. Um, and I'm assistant county commissioner for Community Impact. So I've got three main, yeah, three main scouting hats. I've got a few others like training advisor and stuff as well. But those are my three main jobs in scouting. Yeah. Keeps you busy. Yeah. Uh, what about outside of scouting? Outside of scouting, uh, I'm now a maths tutor. Um, so I've been doing that for the last uh, two or three years. Before that, I was a full-time maths teacher. Um, and before that, I ran my own company for 17 years, a web design company. So so that tells you a bit about, about what I've what I've done, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what you enjoy doing, that's all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I enjoy traveling, so I'm very frustrated with the uh, virus at the moment because, uh, you know, I would have been in Kenya right now and uh, we had our scout project to Kenya planned. So we would have been out doing uh, volunteer work in Kenya and then and then going on safari. So really upset it's about that. Hard. Yep. It's hard not to think about oh what would i be doing absolutely it's trying to get that mentality yeah out yeah and just make the most of this situation that we're in at the moment yeah yes i've picked up yoga <laughs> oh there you go you <laughs> see see these the positive things that come out of it yeah so learning yeah. new skills yep good Definitely. your earliest memory what's the first thing that now, you remember now i I, I knew this one was coming, obviously, because I know the questions, but I have a memory and I'm still not 100% sure. You know, with earliest memories, you're not 100% sure whether you actually remember it or whether your family told you about it. Yeah, yeah. but it's all to do. Yeah, so it's all to do with me being quite young and being on the roof of um, outside a window. So we had like a flat roof outside the window of the pub where I grew up. And apparently I climbed out onto this flat roof without my mum knowing. Um, must have been quite young, sort of, you know, th three years old or something. And um, I do remember, well, it, it's in my memory. And uh, the next thing she knows is that she looks out the window and I'm not there. So she's she's realised I've gone out the window and then I'm not there. And apparently I'd, I'd jumped from this roof <laughs> onto the, <laughs> the back patio and <laughs> without killing myself because I'm here <laughs> but um yeah she was very surprised to not see me out of the window when she looked out there <laughs> that's my earliest memory poor, yeah your poor mother I know I know yeah <laughs> poor soul so you live to tell the tale yeah I don't know if I climbed down the drain pipe or what I did but I I, I managed to be reasonably unscathed so yeah. That's quite impressive. <laughs> <Bouncy>. Yeah. <laughs> if you could travel back in time uh -huh. and meet Serena Shackleton, yeah. what would you ask him? So, again, not really thought about this one, but I think for me, it would be uh, a, something to do with his reading, because I, I absolutely passionate about reading. I love reading. 
Um, so, and I know that they had a library of books that they took to Antarctica with them. I think there was quite a lot, actually. I think certainly on the Scott expedition, they had about 100 books. Um, so I, I'd be really keen to ask him what motivational uh, books he took with him when he went to Antarctica. Um, which ones did he absolutely have to have with him? I know um, both of the scouts that went got given a copy, copy of Robert Burns's uh, poetry, um, Robbie Burns's yeah. poetry. Um, yeah, so uh, I know that happened. So um, whether uh, obviously poetry was quite important to Shackleton. So um, yeah. yeah, so I'd be really keen to sort of have a chat with him about books and what he loved to read. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we can arrange to have a Robbie Burns poetry book. Oh, that'd be good. We ought to do that. Yeah. 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 We could read. Probably enough, they're quite easy to get. Yes, yeah, probably. Unbelievable truth. Something that might surprise us about yourself. Okay. You may not spell. Yeah. So, um, an unbelievable truth is I, so I accidentally shook President Clinton's hand. How did that come? Out? <laughs> so. <laughs> So, um, yeah, upon. yeah, so I, 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 I suppose it's the story I use in these sort of interview situations when someone asks me something like that. Um, but I was in a post office in Denver um, and uh, I was interrailing around. Um, well, I suppose you call it interrailing. It's more interrailing in Europe, isn't it? I was Amtracking around America and yeah. uh, got to Denver, went into a post office everything was normal when I went in and when I came <laughs> when I came out of the post office after sorting out whatever postcards I was sending or whatever uh, there were a whole area was cordoned off um, and that there was security guards everywhere and I, I got funneled uh, into a group of people because um, I couldn't cross the road to get away from the post office um, and ended up talking to the PR officer of uh, President Clinton and uh, she just said look you're not going to be able to move now so you may as well just stay here and he came President Clinton came along this row of people that were specially there to meet him shook everyone's hand and got to the end and shook my hand <laughs> and I had no, he had no idea who I was <laughs> and I wasn't really supposed to be there <laughs> bizarrely yeah. something similar happened to me with oh President yeah Sam. yeah go on um she I was in the hospital actually uh -huh. kind of routine blood tests and things yeah and she had taken on well uh-huh and I needed the toilet all right. So I tried to leave the ward and go to the bathroom, which was in the corridor. Yeah. And it was lined with police. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> like, surely if something dangerous has happened, I would know about it. Like, And where were you? Anyway, where where actually were you? In Aberdeen Royal Infirmary. Oh, okay, yeah. And and she walked past the corridor and gave some little wave. That's right. That <laughs> <laughs> wow. And then they, then they let me go to the loop. So oh. It's all, all good. I've forgotten where We're we go. Emergency. Here we go. Okay, now this is a strange one emergency rations. Um, my actual emergency rations would have to be, and you're probably going to think this is weird, but dried apricots. I absolutely I love, dried apricots. love dried apricots. And um, they are really high. Uh, calorific food they're really really nutrient you know, full of nutrients and um, 
So if I, and they last for ages, you can keep them in a packet and they still taste nice and fresh like months after. So I think I'll be taking some dried apricots to, uh, to Antarctica. So there you yeah. go. <laughs> That's my food. That's not too weird. No, it's not, it's not weird, but it's... <laughs> yeah, it could be weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, so something special. What oh, item yes. would you like to take with you? Something special is the easy one for me because uh, I've got a penguin about yay big. It's bigger than the girls have got. You know, they've got these smaller ones. Uh, have you got one? You've got a little one. Yeah. Oh, I've got that one. Yeah. See, I've got like a proper emperor penguin. <laughs> um, and, his, and his name, surprise, surprise, is Shackleton. And um, yeah, so my I would love to take Shackleton to Antarctica. He's going to be pretty big to fit in the suitcase, but um, I don't know what our limitations are going to be on how much we can take yeah, with us. Nice. So, but I'd love to take him. He, he needs to go home. <laughs> I think he's coming with us. Yeah, yeah, well, he's little. He's a little one. I yeah. Yeah. It's whether we can fit Big Shackleton in. So I might have to, might have to sort of uh, think, re rethink that one if uh, if packing's limited. So. Yeah. Or just take my clothes. <laughs> yeah, take less clothes with me. Can we rephrase that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, thoughts about Antarctica. Oh well, where'd you start? <laughs> where'd you start? Um, ever since I was little, I've I, I've I've always been fascinated by the great explorers and. People like um, uh, Edmund Hillary and 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 just amazing people that have done fantastic things and uh, so I've always been interested. But Shackleton for me stood out as a just his leadership style is really interesting to me. I've read things like um, books about how Shackleton um, sort of got all his men to sort of be built up the camaraderie of a team and things like that um so i think there's a lot that we can learn in just modern leadership and stuff like that from shackleton so um it's that that got me interested in antarctica and and i think it's such an important place now uh, even more important um so i I, th I think antarctica it symbolizes a place that is not particularly owned by anybody it's sort of um it's independent it's and 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 just the whole science thing around it and everything i mean there's just so much i, I could go on for hours about antarctica I, <laughs> I, I you only have to look at my bookshelf downstairs it's just full of books about antarctica so um yeah. i want to see the wildlife i want to see the the uh, you know the icebergs and the ice um but more so for me, it's that connection with the explorers that went, uh, you know, in in the heroic times. So, yeah. yeah, cool. Thinking about how many people have been have been there before, you're in the exact same yeah. position. Yeah, I was just reading a book actually this afternoon, just out in the garden, about um, uh, it's a it's the Operation Tabarin book. So it's it's about when Scout Mar went back uh, during the war. Um, yes. But. Uh, there was a bit in there and they were talking about they came over this brow of a hill 
across looking out across this sort of um ice plateau and they realized they were the first people in in the world almost certainly to actually have that view and that's just really strange you know to actually for them to actually sort of say well no one else has had that view before so Mm. something really special about that yeah so yeah yeah cool I just hope it's all going to come together. It will. will. <laughs> We've got to be will. positive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> so that's it. Thanks uh, for listening in. Um, as I say, look forward to next episode when we've got a uh, interview with Professor Michael Smith, uh, Shackleton's biographer. Um, so that will be in our uh, one year episode, episode 12 uh, in October. Look forward to that. All the best for now. <laughs>